What's up, everybody, and welcome to Now Available, the internet's only streaming service podcast you need to listen to wherever you get your podcasts. I am one of your hosts, Adam Howard, and with me, as always, Mr. Ricky Ettinger. How are you doing, Ricky? Hey, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> Dude, my, my friend Katie called me the other day, and I missed... Um, I missed her phone call, so when I called her back, she fucking hit me with the was up. And I was like, this is what's up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Was up? <laughs> oh god. It's it's already it's already gonna be a show today. I can already I can already feel it. <laughs> and with uh with all our shows, uh, as you may know from last episode, we are doing a t-shirt from all, oh my all God. the episodes of Now Available. So this week, this week, uh, we have Oof! This <laughs> because that sick. was said a number of times by me last week. That one's awesome. What was that? This one's so sick. Oof. <laughs> And right now, this episode's probably going to go up today, so it's on sale currently. You can get this shirt for thirteen dollars. Um, and then there's a sweatshirt, a sticker, a kid shirt, a mug, a mask. You can get a phone case that says it. You know, we know how much you want that phone case out there. For my iPhone 12, yes. What's it loads? Yeah. Oh. For your Google Pixel. I don't think they make them. Sorry, Ricky. Damn son. You gotta you gotta switch phones. This is your best one yet, point. I think. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that one, that one was a pretty great one. It was actually really, really freaking easy to make. Well, it looks good. What's I? What's the guy called? <laughs> so uh, now that we've got that out of the way, Ricky, uh, what what have you been watching? What uh, what sort of stuff have you been into recently? Ooh, um, I watched a lot this week. I watched. Oh, I watched this Korean movie on um, on Netflix called The Call. The Call or Just Call? call. Um, it's really cool. It's like, I think it came out in 2020. It's about this girl. Um, she, like, moves back to her, like, childhood home or whatever. And she gets this, like, weird phone call. And she answers it. And it's this other girl. And she's like, oh, I need help. Uh, my mom's trying to kill me. And she tries to call the girl back and she can't get a hold of her. So, like, some time goes on or whatever. That girl calls again and you come to find out that, like, it's in the past. So it's, like, a weird, like, she's calling this girl in the future. And they kind of do some stuff back and forth and it turns into, like, mm. it, like this serial killer thing. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Sounds it sounds really, really neat. Really cool. Uh, definitely check that out. Um other than that, I've been watching a lot of, like, older movies. Um, I watched Accepted. Uh, I've, I haven't even heard of that movie, I don't think. It's uh, Jonah Hill, uh, Justin Long. Who else is notable in it? Uh, oh, did I see the... I think I saw the poster for this recently, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, Louis Black is in it. It's like they make up a fake college because uh, Justin Long can't get into any colleges. So he makes up a fake one. And then a whole bunch of kids sign up for it. And <laughs> yeah, like, I did see this. 
I did see this poster randomly recently. I don't know why, but that's, yeah. Ooh, interesting. Uh, so I watched that, and then I watched uh, Superbad, which is another... Just on a Jonah Hill kick? Yeah, Jonah Hill uh, classic. Um, I watched Can't Hardly Wait again, which is another, like, teen comedy. Um... Other than that, I think that's it. Been watching a lot of um, Snooki and JWoww. On to that now. Um, yeah, other than that, nothing. What, what have you been watching? Dude, I've been on, like, a spree of okay. watching, like, stuff. Well, it's not that much of a spree, but I feel like it's a spree for me, at least in the recent months where I haven't been watching too much of anything. Um, but... I finally, I finally got to WandaVision. Ooh. I finally got to it. I didn't watch today's episode, but um, me and Paige, we went through in one night and we watched episodes. I think it was one, two, and three, one, two, three, and four in one night, because that's what was out. And then we watched the fifth one, mm-hmm. which was this, not this today's, but the past week's one with, uh, with um, spoilers, spoilers. Evan Peters as uh, Quicksilver. How fucking Which cool. I'm excited. Like, what a huge reveal. And then, like, what a smart and clever way to bring him, the X-Men version, into the MCU. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that... Well, the a couple days before that episode came out, I was looking on Google, and I don't know if you saw me tweet this out or not. I'm like, how come nobody's talking about the fact that it says Evan Peters is in the cast of WandaVision? Like, oh. I saw that on Google a couple days before, and I tweeted it out. And, like, nobody's talking about nobody's talking about it. And then the episode comes out, and everybody's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, Wow. Well, why, why would they put that information on there? I don't even know. I don't even know. It's like putting Mark Hamill on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't get why they do that. That was kind of stupid. Because I saw a tweet from Elizabeth Olsen saying, like, how there's, like, a Luke Skywalker-level cameo or whatever. And so I, I'm right. going through my head of like, who could it possibly be? Who could it possibly be? And then while that episode was playing, I'm like, oh, they keep mentioning dead. They keep talking about her brother. And I'm like, oh, they're going to bring him in. I no idea. I had no idea that it was going to be Evan Peters. Mm. Uh, so that blew That's me pretty away. Cool. <sighs> what a show, dude. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Like, Every episode just gets better and better and like the mystery and stuff like that. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. And like one of my one of my favorite moments, I think well, there's a lot of great moments in the show, but one of my favorite moments is like I think it's the end of the third episode, I wanna say, where uh Vision closed the door, he turns around and he's got like the hole in his head. Oh yeah. It's just like holy crap. Yeah. And all that sort of behind the scenes stuff. Mm. It's such a good show. Like that's like I'm I like I know last episode I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll get around to it when I get around. Now I'm fully on board. I'm like, let's go. This is great. I'm just I'm just so into it right now. I think I'm going to start getting up like extra early on Friday so I can watch it before I go to work. Mm. Because I have to spend so I I go to work at six. Um, I, I usually get out at like noon, which is cool. Uh but I have to, like, dodge the internet the whole time. Like, if I check my emails or if I, like, check Twitter real quick, like, on my break, like, I can't because people spoil it immediately. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Which is so lame because like the show hasn't. Unless you're up at midnight or three in the morning when it comes out or whatever, like it yeah. sucks because people are like so quick to just tell you everything. Yeah, I've been. I the thing that sucks about Fridays is that I start class at nine in the morning and go till probably usually three in the afternoon. But today is like a rare exception where I have like a one-on-one meeting with my professor, so I don't have that class today. Uh-huh. So usually like nine till three, I'm like going, going, going. So I don't even have time to watch it or anything like that. And then it comes to the evening and I'm just like, okay, now it's time to go. So you can't even check anything really without it being spoiled. But that's not, that's not the only thing I've been watching though. I also watched um, Malcolm and Rory on Netflix. Um, uh, John David Washington and Zendaya, their new movie. Oh, 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 yeah. It's really good. It's really great. The performances in it are great. The blocking and like... the cinematography is great and stuff like that. Like it all takes place at this one location because it, it was shot during like COVID times and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they, it takes place in this one location with two characters and it's it's fantastic. Like the biggest criticism I've seen with it is like the script and stuff like that, which I can see like some of what they're talking about. But it's so well done and it's um, John David Washington's performance in it is incredible. Yeah. Like his, I loved his performance in it. He's quickly becoming one of my favorite actors, if I'm being honest. Mm. He's so good in it. Um, and Zendaya is really good in it too. Like you don't think like based on her Spider-Man performances and whatever else she's been, which I can't think of anything else at the moment. Like it's like okay, she'll she'll probably be fine, but she's actually she's really good in it too. And um, do you know what the film's about? No, um, like, you read anything? They're like married, right? Or they just get married or something? Um, so I don't believe that, no, they're not married. Like there are a couple, um, the one, uh, the one guy's like a filmmaker who just like did a premiere of his film and the other one's like a failed actress. Okay. So it's like an interesting dynamic, especially like between creative people and whatnot. And I think, I think it's a really great movie and it's actually like it, it's considered a 2021 movie, like, and not like, I don't think it qualifies for the Academy Awards for this year, mm-hmm. but for next year it will, I think. And John, I just love John David Washington's performance in it. But also, still staying on Netflix, I watched um, The Trial of Chicago 7. I don't know if you saw that one. Didn't see that one. With, uh, okay, so it's got Sasha Baron Cohen in it. It's got um, uh, Eddie Redmayne in it, who plays News Commander and a Fantastic Beast and stuff like that. Okay. And it's about um, the 1968 like um, Democratic National Convention, where they're like the riots and stuff like that. And it's about the court case of these seven people that they're trying to like blame all this stuff on. And it's such a good drama. It's by Aaron Sorkin. Um, he wrote and directed it. It's super well shot. Like Sasha Baron Cohen, like, like obviously everybody knows him from like Borat and different things like that, but he, he's actually a pretty good serious actor in this film. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's shocking, which is really cool. Um, Cause this film's golden Globe nominated for, I believe it's best actor, Sasha Baron Cohen. And then, writer and director for Aaron Sorkin and then somebody else or some other nomination it has. I think it might be best picture um, at the Golden Globes. But yeah, that one's really good. It's so entertaining. I wish it was longer um, in like the way it plays out and stuff like that. Uh, I forget what his name is, but the guy that was Dr. Manhattan and um, Black Manta, um, he's in it too as one of the characters. Oh, okay. uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's is uh, one of the lawyers in it. Um, Mark Rylance is in it. There's just a ton of great like actors in it and stuff like that. And it's so well done and it's so just 
interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I highly recommend it. It was really good. It's I think it's one of my favorite movies this year, honestly, or from 2020 that I've seen. Damn. Granted, I haven't seen that many like of the award season movies, but it's really good. I highly recommend that. Yeah. Checking that one out. Yeah, because that, yeah, because both those are on Netflix and both of them are really solid. Oh, also, I saw for the first time I watched Coming to America, the oh, yeah? like the original one. <laughs> for the first time, I saw that. <laughs> That's a pretty funny movie. I haven't watched that <laughs> since I was like a little kid. Oh my god! Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Because the second one's coming out soon, right? Isn't it March? March third, March third to Amazon Prime. Which it's funny, like with um. With the first one, like I was watching, I'm like, this can easily, this is could be a PG-13 movie, but there's like nudity in it, and they, <laughs> um, they swear a lot in it. I'm like, well, other than that, like, you you could make it, uh, could make it PG-13, which the new one is, which I think is probably Ooh. gonna. Oh, you froze. Uh, is it gonna is it gonna drop? Oh, nope, I'm no, I'm still here. It's only for a second, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so I saw, I watched. Yeah, I think that's it. All pretty much all Wandavision. Um, that's been out so far. Yeah, Malcolm and Marie, Chicago Seven, and then, uh, yeah, coming to America. That's pretty much what it's been for, been for me. All right. I feel like I watch a different movie every night because I just remembered. I watched. I literally last night I watched Baby Driver. Um, mm. so I've been tempted to go back and watch it. Oh my god! So the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, okay, like I get it. It's cool." Um, but I felt like the music wasn't the songs that I would have picked. Right. Like I feel like there would have been I don't know there were better songs or whatever. When I watched it last night, it was like, "Oh my god, these songs are fucking perfect," and the whole thing is perfect. <laughs> uh, so I was very into that. Um, I watched Beverly Hills Ninja. With Chris Farley. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I saw. I saw that on whatever service it's on. I passed over it though. Uh, I was like, maybe, and I'm like, nah. It's not Netflix. It's <laughs> that was another one when I was like a little kid. That was like one of the only DVDs that we had. So like watching it now, it was like, oh, I remember like the cadence of their words, and like it. It was so weird watching it again. Um, mm-hmm. And there was another one I just watched too that was like along the same lines. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I already forgot it. That's how memorable these movies are. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely I definitely recommend Trial of Chicago 7 as well as uh, Malcolm and Marie for those when you're looking for new movies to watch. <laughs> I do want to check out that one with uh, Zendaya because she's like... Did you watch Euphoria? No, I think... I think I think it's by the same guy that does Euphoria, who like wrote and directed uh, Malcolm Murray. Oh, I could be wrong about that. I love that show. That show was incredible. So yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and watch any of that yet. Yeah, that one. There's just so much to watch. So much to watch. Too much to watch. There's infinite things to watch, and yet I continue to watch only garbage. Yeah, yeah, this is true. (laughs) This is true. No, I think it's like okay, so it's not garbage. It's more like comfort food or like junk food for your brain. I feel like mm-hmm, like the right. amount the amount of like movies I've already seen that I rewatch or the Jersey Shore or like reality shows that I'm watching. 
what does that what does that do for my brain? <laughs> it doesn't make right. me like smart or anything. It's just like you know, it's just like eating uh, a bunch of Doritos. It's the same the same effect really. Yeah. Honestly, like that's what I feel like our logo represents so well is like the comfort food of the streaming service, which yeah. is what I really appreciate of it. Because it's like the rain outside and stuff like that. So you're just looking for something to kind of like satiate that that need to like be comforted. <laughs> if you know right, what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel I feel that. Um it sucks because this movie this week that we watched not that comforting. <laughs> nope. Not not really at all. Not that not that uh not that great. Do you have any um do you have any uh fun facts for the kids? I have I have uh, one fun fact. Um, what? <laughs> I have uh, a little little uh, little trick up my sleeve, Ricky. Oh God! I oh God! <laughs> Imagine yourself sitting in your chair, me come up behind you, steel chair in the back of the head, Ricky. Just imagine that, okay? Okay. okay, you got that? Yeah. <laughs> Steel chair to the back of my head. Okay, I, I come up behind you for all pro wrestling style. I'm like, Ricky, lastly last week we we left on the same page. We're gonna we're gonna watch the Hills Have Eyes too. And then I go I go to HBO Max and what do I find? God doesn't want me to watch this movie. I'm told by HBO Max this title's not available. You want to know what I do? What did you do? I go back to the previous movie choice and watch Shoulder Arms. <laughs> so this week, this week, we've got The Hills Have Eyes 2 up against Shoulder Arms. <laughs> you son of In. a bitch. <laughs> oh, no, Ricky. It gets better. It gets better. Ready for this? Oh, God. Yeah. You? Once it lows for me, so I can show you what's happening oh, here. Oh <laughs> no, you son of a bitch! You're telling me I sat through that stupid ass movie, <laughs> and you did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The hills have shoulders too. <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, for the for the audio people, it's a fucking thumbnail. Charlie Chaplin looking ass. Uh, <laughs> it is Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and like, yeah, the so image is tinted orange to match <laughs> the Sunrise Two poster. Oh my god. Yeah, and then in red, in red text it says the hills have shoulder arms too. T-O-O, as in also. <laughs> well, I did that because the font that I downloaded wouldn't let me do numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so... No, but it, it gets crazier though, Ricky, because last night I'm lying in bed, I'm like, how am I going to break this to Ricky that this is what's happening? Yeah. Um, and my mind first goes to, I'm going to record a skit. <laughs> I'm going to pretend to be Ricky. I'm going to sneak up behind him and I'm going to hit him with a steel chair. Oh, no, he froze. <laughs> oh, no, he dropped. Every week. This happens every week. I love it. Oh, it's every week. I love it so much. 
Oh, he's coming. Okay. <laughs> he's back. So, okay. So, oh, he's coming. I'm lying in bed thinking about making this this skit. Yeah. <laughs> where it shows you beating you up on a steel chair and, like, doing a wrestling heel turn on you and being like, this is not what's going to happen. Then I'm like, you want to know what? With school and stuff like that, I got to do dishes. I don't have enough time to record this. So maybe someday you'll get to see this uh, sketch. But for now, uh, <laughs> now we just got the story we got. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you just threw a fucking monkey wrench in the whole thing. How do you – do you want to do – did you write down, like, the plot for it or, like, how – it's a Charlie Chaplin war film. <laughs> At one point, their punk gets flooded with water, and he has to use a he has to use a phonograph. It's a it's a snorkel. <laughs> That's what you took away from the movie. <laughs> Oh, I can't stand you. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Cause you could have easily said that. Like, hey, I'm going to watch this movie instead. And I would have gone, okay, yeah, me too. But instead, so I, I told you before, but I didn't tell the kids. I watched The Hills Have Eyes. I started it. I get like 40 minutes into it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I should write down what's happening. And so I started the fucking movie over. <laughs> so I watched that beginning part two times. And I didn't want to watch it one time. Oh my god. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm okay with being the bad guy now available. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, this is great. Oh my god. That's the whole spirit of this show. It's just chaotic energy. Dude, I'm cool. Oh god. Oh, I can't believe you. So, oh man, this is going to it's gonna be very interesting um, when it comes time to, to rank these. Your movie's already bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah, Hills of Ice 2 was going right toward the bottom. Uh, Alright, so... <laughs> God damn it. Alright, well, good thing that I wrote everything down, because if there are people listening, the, you know, the... the constant listener, or watcher, who did it watch... It says we have four concurrent, or four... An audience size of four members on our uh, on our anchor page. Oh hell so, yeah! Okay. Well, so apparently we have four listeners. For the four people that listen and actually watch the movies each week, uh, I wrote down everything that happens in the Hills Have Eyes too, so I can go through that, and then I'll give you my ranking or whatever, and then Adam, you you basically gave me. What happened? Or no, you can talk about what happened in the movie. I don't have any idea. I've never even heard of that movie. So, so Shoulder Arms Two, a 1918 film, uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin film, uh, Charlie Chaplin joint, as it would be called. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Um. So we get Charlie Chaplin. He's a soldier. He's kind of hapless. You know the typical Charlie Chaplin routine. Okay. He's messing everything up. He he. He single-handedly surrounds a bunch of not or not it wouldn't be Nazis at that point. A bunch of German soldiers captures them, takes all their hats on a rope. Um, the barracks flood at one point. Uh, Charlie Chaplin stretching his leg, but it turns out to be somebody else's leg. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 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 
hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Dude, Greg Miller right here. Me yeah. right above. <laughs> right above. Holy right shit, there. that's funny. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so you know, it's just your normal Charlie Chaplin film. It was silent. Uh, just some music playing couple words on the screen telling you what's going on you can't figure it out yourself <laughs> how long was it this film was i think it was was it 38 minutes long <laughs> you sat there for 38 minutes in silence and watched charlie chaplin skate well, I mean, around or something <laughs> No, you're thinking of that one. You're thinking of uh, is uh, I think that's Modern Times or City Lights. It's one of those two ones. Yeah, one of his like classic ones. Where you think he's gonna fall off of like the built like off the off that floor? Yeah, the one they're watching in Joker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Well. Okay. So I, I'll. So it's like you didn't watch the movie, so I'm gonna tell you what happened throughout the whole movie. I'll be the audience. Okay, yeah, you're the target audience for this. All right, so everybody strap in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to cut this down to just the bullet points because not a lot happens. And the whole thing takes place during the day. So I don't know if it's supposed to be like a horror movie or not because it's like the entire thing is in the daytime. Right. And they're in the right. fucking desert. Uh, okay, so... Well, most of the Dark Knight Rises take place in the... In the daytime, so we're okay. But is it a horror movie? <laughs> it's a hot dog sandwich. All right. Oh shit. Actually, you know what? I think it depends on how you how you have it. If it's just the hot dog in the bun, I don't think so. But if you cut the hot dog in half, like and flay it open, I think you got yourself a sandwich. Because it's between now, it's between two pieces of bread, not in a bun. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like one long, flat piece of hot dog meat. <laughs> right. how, do, wait, how does that make it a sandwich? <laughs> because now it looks like a sandwich. Now it looks like a piece of bologna or like, you know, a, a slab of ham or, you know, your turkey or whatever. It's got the same idea. But what, what, what happens to a hot dog if you take uh, take it? Take the hot dog and just take a piece of bread and fold it around the edges of the hot dog. So you fold it into a bun. Does that become a sandwich because of the piece of bread? Son of a bitch. No, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you t- if you take a piece of bologna and you roll it up and you put it in a piece of bread, does that make it a sandwich still? <laughs> I'd say it was. <laughs> or does that make it a hot dog? <laughs> the world may never know. Alright, they're never gonna know, but let's... Okay, let me just get through this stupid shit so we can rank this movie. <laughs> rank these movies. <laughs> okay, so... Oh my God. The movie is called The Hills Have Eye Emojis 2. With a 2. So, immediately, it starts off with a title card. Or, not title card, but, like, the the studio things. So, mm. while, I'm ta- while I'm talking about this, look up... What is Fox Atomic? It's like... That was, like, the first thing they showed. It's, like, um, you know, Blumhouse, when they would show their, yeah. like, thing? It was, like, kind of, like, flashy. It, it does the same thing, but it's Fox Atomic. Um, 
Okay, the movie starts off with uh, this, like, girl. She's pregnant. She's very pregnant. She's naked. And she's tied up to a bed. Uh, she gives birth, like, in this really gross, like, this really gross room. And, like, it's really disgusting. And then there's, like, this big hulking dude. He kind of walks over. He just yells, die. Hits her on the head. And then she dies. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so stupid. Like, that's... Okay, so... That's how the movie starts. You think the whole thing is going to be like that. And spoilers for the movie, it is not like that. Um, then you get this really cool, the title card, and it's like everything is coming in from the sides, like all the lettering. Oh, yes, Adam from uh, Twitter.com. Okay, so Fox Atomics. Fox Atomics was, was a production company and dri- distribution label of film studio 20th Century Fox and Fox Searchlight Pictures created in 2006 to generate comedy and genre films. In 2008, following overall disappointing results, Fox Atomics scaled back its productions, operations, and shut down all marketing divisions. So as we can see, The Hills Have Eyes 2 killed this movie. Wow. Wait, so how many... Do you want you- me to read you the films that produced? Yeah, how, was there a lot of them? There can't be a lot of them. There's only two years. No, no. So there's Jennifer's Body. Which is cool. 28 Weeks Later. Okay. I Love You, Beth Cooper. We don't think I saw that one. 12 Rounds with John Cena. Hell yeah. Teresa's. Ooh, I did see the that Rock, one. The Rock, or the Rocker with uh, Rain Wilson. Oh, where he's like this. Yeah, yeah. There's one called Miss March, which over the eye, there's the Playboy Bunny, so I don't know what's going on with that. Um, there was Comebacks, which has above it from the producers of Wedding Crashers, so you know that. And then it has a film called Postgrad, um, which other than maybe three read these films they're all released in uh 2009 when the uh studio ceased operation no oh, shit yeah so when i saw it, it was like what the hell is this it's like i don't i can't i've seen a couple of those other movies but i don't remember seeing that fox atomic thing it's gotta be like like the failed blumhouse mm. was it's, it blumhouse it's like different too I remember it being different than it is. Uh, whatever, we're getting off. Topic. It probably, it probably. Well, now it incorporates all the different movies they've done and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it was different back then. Hmm. It's kind of like how uh, Ghost Rider is on Marvel Knights. Mm, right. Or uh, the Punisher is too. The first mm-hmm. Punisher, or the second one is like Marvel Knights. Um. All right, so you get this cool title card, and it's like. All these letters are coming in and they're really blurry and then it kinda like they kinda like wiggle and then they're in focus. Uh it looks really cool. It sucks that they wasted it on this movie. Um <laughs> So then there's like a black screen with some white text and it's like um it, it kinda like recaps what I think happened in the first movie because I didn't watch it. I wasn't gonna I wasn't about to watch the first one and then this one. No. Uh so it kinda like goes over what happens and that's like uh family makes a wrong turn in the desert um they stumble into sector 16 which is like this area where the movie takes place um and well 
from my from my understanding, isn't like sector sector sixteen like where like a nuclear explosion went off, or there's some sort of like nuclear fallout or something? Yeah, so that was the whole thing. Is like they test, uh, they, they used to test like nuclear weapons in this area. Um, okay. So it says that, and then it's like um, this group of scientists are coming in, and they're gonna like do some experiments, or they're trying to find that family, and they're like setting up this thing. So the movie starts. After that, uh, the text, um, it's like the scientist guy, and he's in a room with all these fake, like, soldiers. They're like mannequins. And on the radio, this dude's like, um, oh, we're getting these weird readings all over the map. Like, da 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 da. And the guy's like, oh, let me go find this thing. It's like a box. And he's like, oh, let me go check the box. And goes, and it's like on fire. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, that explains it. Da da da. And then he calls back. It's like an old guy and a kid. The kid's in the mines. And he's like looking around or whatever. The old guy calls him and the kid doesn't answer. And he's like, what the hell's going on? And then it shows, like, it cuts back and the kid's dead. He's like ripped in half. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, just very, like, quickly he's dead. Okay. So then. Uh, Was it death from boredom? It, yeah, he might have ripped himself in half because he knew what this movie was about. Uh, <laughs> um, so then there's this other doctor, scientist, they show this other one, and he's got like this gigantic, like old-timey studio camera-looking thing, like the gray news camera. Um, okay, okay. It might not be that, but it looks like that. And he's just like kind of aiming it around. And... He turns around and there's like there's like a this fucking freak looking dude. And he's like eating a snake. <laughs> like he's got blood all over his face. And the doctor's like, Who are you? What's your name? And the guy's like, um He says like run or something, like run away. And then <laughs> as he says that, the doctor turns around and he like gets an axe to his forehead. So he's dead. Then they show another scientist guy, or he's an army guy, and he's like calling everybody on the radio. Nobody's picking up, and he's like, he's like, "What's going on?" And then all of a sudden, he gets a spear. <laughs> he gets speared in the back, and then like flung off a cliff. Okay. Okay. So that kind of sets the scene as to what's happening in the desert. Then immediately, the next scene is like, uh, um. It's like this blown up like desert town and there's like gunfire and it's like um, some foreign language. Uh, yeah. What's up? Is it the same blown up desert town from uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I didn't see that one, so I don't know. It could it could very possibly. <laughs> you haven't seen that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> There's like this ar- there's like this army squad and you know they're shooting at like a, a terrorist looking uh, man you know your stereotypical movie terrorist looking guy and they're shooting him or they're shooting at him whatever and then they start naming off these people like the characters of of the movie and they all have like ridiculous names like the one dude's called Spitter uh, one dude's called Crank uh, <laughs> the dude is Napoleon. Um, and then there's Amber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So this is like you know your army squad, and they're they're chasing this guy down. He runs into a building. One of the guys takes some grenades and he throws the grenades in the building, and it blows up. And there's like a doll that lands in front of him, and this woman's like, "Oh my baby, you killed my baby." The one guy stands up and he's like, "No, no, no, we didn't mean to. We didn't mean to." And then she like opens up her jacket and she's got like all these grenades on her. And you're like, oh, fuck, you really did this time. Now everyone's going to die. But come to find out, it's just a training exercise. They're fine. Everyone's safe. It's all for fun. Uh, <laughs> so, they're all summer camp. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like, uh, you know, they're in this training exercise. They have their main dude, Sarge. Um, he's probably the best out of the group just because he's like, he kind of keeps everybody moving um and he's just like tearing him a new one for being so stupid and like failing the exercise or whatever then he tells them that they have a new mission they're going to sector 16 to drop off supplies to some scientists on the way there this is where we learned that this was like a uh a place where they tested nuclear weapons or whatever mm-hmm. and then you figure out that like there's a lot of tension between the people in the squad like a lot of them don't like each other or they're all like very new it's just your standard movie bullshit um okay so then they get to they get to the the base where they're gonna drop the stuff off and they find that there's nobody there and so immediately they're like, oh, we're going to go. I'm going to go look in this area. I'm going to go look in this area. Um, the probably like one of the main characters, this dude, Napoleon. He's like, I'm going to use this porta potty. Sarge is like, no, you're not. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is a war. <laughs> like, this is like a training <laughs> exercise. And he's like, you can go shit with the with the scorpions or something, which I thought was kind of funny. So. They are investigating the base. They don't find anybody. And they're like, all right, get on the radio. They're on the radio. And then they hear a man's voice come through. And it's like all broken up. And they're like, oh, what's going on? Who is this guy? And nobody's answering. They're like, okay, cool. This is all for nothing. And then they see like a a mirror, like flash the sunlight um, from up on top of the hill. And... Sarge is like, all right, we're going up there. We're going to, you know, find who's up there or whatever. And maybe it's one of the, the scientists or somebody else. So everyone gets in the group. They're all going to go up there. They're, you know, putting live rounds in their guns. He's like, all right, we're all going, except for you, Napoleon. You're going to stand here and guard the porta potty because you're like a smart ass. Uh, <laughs> and you're going to stand there with your gun over your head and do it on one foot. And so, like, they start walking away, and he puts his foot down, and it's, like, this whole little bit. But then uh, Amber, one of the girls, stays back with him, uh, and she's got to keep trying to find people on the radio. So now, this is where the movie kind of splits up, and you get these, like, dual planes of action. Like, the squad is moving up the hill, and it's very uneventful. This one dude, (laughs) he, like, steps in a hole. Like a, it's like a, like quicksand almost. Steps in it, fucks up his, his ankle. Sarge is like, "All right, go back down there and wait for us." And he's like, "I can do it." <laughs> he's like, "No, you can't. You can't even fucking walk." He's like, "Get back down there." 
So while that's going on, back at the base, the Napoleon's like, uh, f- fuck this, I'm, I'm using the, this porta potty. And Amber's like, no, you can't. He's like, whatever. So he goes on porta potty. <laughs> he's sitting in there and he like, he's sitting down, he takes the pants off, whatever. And you hear like a noise. And then nothing. And then like another noise. And then a fucking arm comes up between his legs. And oh my it's God. like it's like covered in doo-doo. And it like <laughs> comes up. Oh. It's gross. And so he like he jumps out of there and he's screaming or whatever and he's like, Oh, there's somebody in he's somebody in there. He's somebody in there. There's somebody in there. And she goes, Amber goes, Who is it? This is the funniest line, probably the best part in the whole movie. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he says, it's Conan the Shipman. It's uh, like Conan the Barbarian. And it's <laughs> like, that was the only part where I actually like laughed. And I was like, okay, this is actually, this, this might be enjoyable. But other than that, literally, that's it. That's like the funniest part. They, they pull him out. Uh, no, Shitman the Barbarian. That's what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> Shitman the Barbarian. They pull him out, and then it, it splits back over to the group and like what they're doing. And they're like, they're like scaling um like a cliff. So already they've made it up a hill, like a really tall hill, and now they're going up a cliff. This is going to be important for for a little bit later, because it takes them a long time. So. Back at camp, they're cleaning up uh, Shitman, and he's covered in all these cuts, but they're not very deep. They're, like, really shallow. And they make a point, like, oh, whoever did this to him wanted him to die slow or whatever. Like, oh, it's scary. <laughs> he, the ship, like, they're cleaning him up, and she's like, who did this to you? And he's like, all he says is, they're here. Like, that's it. Okay. Okay, and then he dies. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. So at this point, Amber's like, okay, I'm going to, uh, we need to do something. Oh, no, no. Right after that, after he dies, they're kind of like investigating the area, and they notice their guns are gone. And then the truck that they came in on was like on fire. Like someone had come, blown it up, and stole their guns. Uh, like, okay. So, now they're like, oh, it splits back to the group. Um, or it goes in between, shit, and I can't remember, hold on. After that happens, I think she takes up, she takes off up the hill. Yeah, she goes up, up, up the hill to warn them, the group or whatever, and... She gets attacked by, like, a mutant guy. Uh, that dude that hurt his ankle is coming down the hill. He sees it. He shoots him. Saves her. Now, the other two... Or the other dude, Napoleon, he's coming. He's following suit. Like, they're going to go up the hill to tell them. As they go, they meet Mickey, the dude that shot the, the freak. He gets his fucking leg pulled into a hole. And then he just gets sucked away. Like, he's gone. So now he's Is that dead the second time that happens? Yeah. With the holes? Yeah. The first time he falls into one, the second time he gets yanked into one. Uh, whatever. It shows the other group again. 
they are fucking off. Uh, oh, they're like each time they show them, it's like the light is a little bit further away. They're like that that long hallway where it, like it keeps getting longer and longer and longer. It seems mm-hmm. like that. All right. <clears throat> so while they're up there, they find a shoe, and the guy's like, "Oh, this is a." A Nike Force, and it's in my size. Now, where's the other one? Like, this would be sick. And they come around this corner, and they find a body. And <laughs> there's, like, a thing in his head. And the dude's like, Sarge is like, what's that? He goes, he pulls it out. He touches the dude's head, pulls it out. It's a wallet. In the wallet is his ID. Yeah, so they killed him and then stuffed this wallet into his forehead. I thought you were saying they did with the wallet. Oh, <laughs> the, the mutant hit him so hard with the wallet, it was indented and it was in his head. Um, They open up the wallet. It's Dr. Foster from the beginning of the movie. He was the one with the camera. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you don't care about that character anyways. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't know why they gave him a name. Whatever. Uh, So they find that. They try to get the base again. Nothing. Then they're attacked by, um, I think, two mutants. And the character Spitter, um, he gets hit with like a rock or something. He falls down. Starts fucking shooting his gun off. Kills Sarge. <laughs> like, it's by accident. Whatever. So now they're like, okay, we have to go back down. Uh, like, we gotta take Sarge back to base or whatever. And we gotta figure out what we're doing. So, Spear's like, all right, I'll take him. So, he goes to, like, rappel down this cliff. And, you know, he's, like, halfway through it. And then, all of a sudden, he just falls. And then, so, he falls to his death. Um, They pull the rope up, and it was cut. Like, you can see it. So, you're like, what the hell is going on? Okay, so, after that. uh, Somehow, uh, Amber and Napoleon are with the group. Like, they're just, like, immediately with the group. So they must have gotten up, up this giant hill, up a cliff, and then, like, around some shit to find them in, like, a record, record speed. They should have been the ones to go up there in the first place. They went up there so fast. Uh, <laughs> so, so they're all up there, and then they hear, like, this noise. They come around this corner, and there is, um, his name's Colonel Redding. He's the one that got flung off the cliff in the beginning. And he's all fucked up. Like, his head's, like, split open. And his teeth are all jacked up. And he's telling them, like, how, uh, what keeps them up at night are, are, like, are the people that live in this area. And how they thought they had flushed them all out. But they didn't, of course. So, <laughs> he pulls out a gun like he's gonna shoot one of these, like, one of the squad. And they're like, no, 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 like, we're, we're trying to help you, whatever. And he's like, and he puts it to his forehead, and he shoots himself. And then in the most, like, fucking movie way possible, he shoots himself, doesn't fall over from the, from the gun, falls backwards off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, I'm like, all right, whatever. Then the very next scene. It's the two women in the squad, and they're sitting on a rock. And they're like, 
uh, Amber's like, oh, I'm so scared. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, like, how are we going to get out of this? And then all of a sudden, um, a f- like a freak comes out from behind them. And they both jump up and they're like, now! And then all the other guys pop out from behind rocks and they shoot this guy. So it was like a trap. Uh, like they were like kind of using them as bait. <laughs> so when this happens, like as as they're like inspecting the dead body, Missy, the one that was sitting on the rock with the other girl, kind of like wanders off and she's like, I got to piss. So she like wanders off and they show her kind of like crouching down like she's going to pee or something. And then behind her in the background, you can see like the rock moving and it's not really a rock. It's a guy. But he was like blending in with the rocks. So then he snatches her up and he drags her to like a cave and everyone like, they're like, where'd Missy go? And they like run over and they see her being dragged into the cave. So then they all go in the cave. Now, all the scenes that take place in the cave are so dark. Like, it goes from being the middle of the day in the desert, there's no shade at all, to so black in the caves and, like, the mine shaft. Hang on one second. It was my aunt. She was telling me that she was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh so like i was saying the the cave like the the video is so dark and compressed and like you just can't see anything all you can ever see is like the flashlights on their guns but even then it's not like the spread of it it's just the light itself <laughs> like it's so annoying so this like the whole rest of the movie takes place in these these mines and it just sucks uh so, they're in there, and the one character, Stump, another guy another guy in the squad, he's like, I'm going to go find help. I'll be back. Which you know he's not going to be back. So, they're, they're kind of moving through. The rest of the group is kind of moving through the caves. Another, again, somebody falls through a fucking hole, and it's like a long slide. And then they all go down the slide. So, now they're like a floor down. They see like some light. They go over to it, and there's like a like a fake bush. And they move it out of the way, and they look out. Uh, it's the side of a cliff, and when they look down, they can see uh, Sarge and Spitter's dead body. And they're like, "Oh, this is where they were hiding. We're close. Like we're gonna find this person or these people." <laughs> As like right after that happens, they go back. Like, the way they came or whatever. Then it shows a stump who didn't go in the cave. And he's walking out. He's, like, you know, he's got his gun. He's looking around. And there's, like, all these different, like, little noises. Or, like, rocks are being thrown. Or, like, pebbles are falling down or something. So, it's all the freaks that are, like, they're fucking with him. <laughs> he, he, he sees the cliff where the two are dead at the bottom. He like scales down it and he finds that like hole where they just were. So he climbs on the hole and he, he yells their names or whatever. Nobody answers. So he's like, okay, we're going to keep going. 
He goes out. He starts to climb down, like, down the wall. His arm is on the thing. All of a sudden, his arm gets snatched up. This mutant guy pulls his whole fucking body up. And he's holding him there. <laughs> Slices his arm off. And then that guy falls. And he dies right next to the other two. So now they're starting to get picked off, right? So then it goes back um, to the people inside the cave. And they are... Uh, they're still walking around. They get split up. So now it's Amber and Napoleon, uh, Crank and mm, another guy. Delmar is the other guy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They get split up. Amber and Napoleon fall down another hole. So now they're down another level. The other two try <laughs> to find a way down. Uh, they find a way down. There's a... Uh, there's like... One or two, I think they kill one mutant while they're in the in the mines. That's pretty much it. This whole time they're trying to find, uh, they're trying to find Missy or whatever. It cuts very quickly to show her, and she's like in some kind of like gross room. You assume it's the same gross room from the beginning of the movie, and she's like, um. The there's like a, a mutant on her and she, like touching her all weird, and he's got like a really long tongue, which is gross because they like show him like licking her face. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. Uh, <laughs> so she kills him. I want to say, or she tries to kill him. Oh no no no! Yeah, she tries to escape. Then another big. Uh, guy comes in and the little one calls him Papa. Um, he like smacks the shit out of the little mutant and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> he starts touching Missy all weird again and then it cuts back to the group what they're doing and they're trying to like navigate to find her while dodging this other weird uh, mutant with these like Ben Franklin glasses. Uh <laughs> But everything is so dark, so there's like, it's hard to remember how, how everything plays out. But I know that, I think they kill that one, the one with the Ben Franklin glasses. They like smash his head with a rock. Uh, the other two get murdered somehow, but I can't remember how they die. Uh, they find Missy, Amber, and Napoleon. They kill the big Papa mutant. By stabbing him in the back with a spear. He falls down. Missy takes like a giant hammer. And fucking like hammers his nuts. <laughs> and then. Napoleon takes like a. Like a rifle with a bayonet on it. And stabs him. Like through the mouth. They, they pick her up. They all walk out of the cave. Or out of the mine. And it shows them walking onto a ledge. And the movie fucking ends. <laughs> So it's like, okay, they got out. Uh, and that is <laughs> pretty much what happens in the movie. So what did what did you think of this movie, Ricky? What did you... I did not enjoy this movie. <laughs> um, mainly because it's, it's slow. Nothing happens. 
Um, mm-hmm. Besides Shitman the Barbarian, it's not funny. Uh, it's it's supposed to be a horror movie, but there's no... All the things that make horror movies fun and like to, like fun for me to watch are like, you know, the jokes, uh, that juxtaposition between comedy and horror. And like, mm-hmm. uh, a, a rememberable murderer or like ki- like cool kills or s- stuff like that. It mm-hmm. doesn't have any of that. Um, there's no jump scares. There's no like not even like cheap ones or like. There's just nothing. I don't know. It it was not enjoyable. Would what? you believe this movie made more money than it uh, than it actually um, cost to make? No fucking way. Yeah, let me get it pulled up here for you. It must have cost my... like two hundred thousand dollars to make. It cost fifteen million to make. It had a box office of thirty-seven point six million. I oh my god! I think because. But people... do you want to know who this? Do you want to know who it was written by? Who it was written by? Yeah. I know Wes Craven had a lot to do with it, but I don't think he wrote it. Did he write it? Yeah, he co-wrote it with the with Jonathan Craven, who I think is his son. Ah, oh. it just—I don't know. Yep. It, it's just lacking in everything that makes, for me, everything that makes horror movies fun. It it didn't have any of that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Wes Craven can be hit or miss, though. Man, that's depending sucks. on what you want. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't like it. Um, it wasn't anything, uh, in like, rememberable. There's nothing rememberable about it. Yeah. All right, yeah. Bring up the, what do we got? Little rankings. Oh, it's loading. Are you going to freeze and get dropped out of the call again? God, I hope not. No, you had your one for the show. It happens every week. Yeah, every week. Yep. I keep saying we're consistently inconsistent. That's what it's all about. Wow. So this is this is HBO Max. Ricky, where would you like to put put uh put your film? Up uh, for for my film, The Hills Have I Emoji Two. I'm putting it number four. I I'll agree with that. Okay. Can you put that right there. <laughs> we're we're okay. This is gonna be interesting because you have free reign. You could put your fucking shoulder shoulder arms man at number one if you wanted to. No, I'm gonna put it because it's not anything. It's not anything like crazy. It's kind of standard chaplain fare. Okay. So I mean, you want to put it tied I, with number four. No, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it at number four. <laughs> Have your film dropped to number five? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a gun! Okay, I, do, I don't think you're gonna fight me on that, though. No, I'm. I'm definitely not. I don't care. I, you're I, like the lower it goes, the better. Yeah, I'm never gonna watch this stupid ass movie again. I I do wonder cool. though if I would like it more if I had watched the first one. I don't. I doubt it, but you never know. Maybe. No, I, no, I don't think so. I don't do it to yourself, Ricky. I know what you're thinking. Don't. Oh do no, it. no, 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 no. 
I don't want nothing to do with that. I'm not watching that first one. <laughs> oh, there he goes. He's gone again. Oh, he's coming back. He's gone. <laughs> oh, is it coming? Is it coming back? I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, he's back. Can you hear me now? Kind of, but you sound like a robot. Oh, boy. So anyways, even though I can't hit Ricky, here is our uh, 2021 ranking. Uh, so at number five, we have Hercules. Number four, Odd Thomas. Number three, Wonder Woman 1984. Number two, Basic Instinct. And number one, Tenet. Ricky, I can already guess what you're thinking. <laughs> you know it's going number six. I can't hear you, but I think you said right at number six. God damn it. Why can't number you six? hear me? <laughs> cool. Going at number seven. Number seven with shoulder arms going at number number six. Shoulder arms. <laughs> Next up we have... All time. Loads? Hopefully I can hear Ricky. Man, this man can't hear me. I could be talking mad shit about him oh, right dude, now. You're coming in and out. Oh, yeah. I could be talking so much junk about him right now, and he would never even know. You get to see my lips moving. <laughs> Hang on, let me try something on my end. <laughs> Hopefully, I won't crash anything. Crash it! Crash it! Oh, what's that? Oh, I can hear you. I think. Can you hear me now? Oh, uh oh, uh oh. So, let's see. You've been disconnected. Okay. What? Uh, I'm just getting this. You've been disconnected. Sit tight. We're patching you back in. I got you nothing that. bastard. All right. What about now? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Yeah. What about now? How about Let me now? Try this. saying something now. Yo, 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 yo. Nothing? Hang on. Nothing. What about now? Yep, I can hear you now. Okay, hang on a second. I just gotta do this one more time. Okay. Okay, now that, now that we're back, we have our all-time ranking list. Ready, Ricky? I'm ready. Number 15, Captain Upside Down. Number 14, The Runner. Number 13, Conan the Barbarian. 2011, number 12, White Mile. Number 11, Taxi Driver. Number 10, Prince of Persia. Number 9, Scoob. Number 8, Hercules. Number 7, Wonder Woman 1984. Number 6, Labyrinth. Number 5, Haunted Mansion. Number 4, Basic Instinct. Number 3, Odd Thomas. Number 2, Clue. And number 1, Tenet. Ricky, what are you thinking? I, I can would... already... Kind of gasped. Yeah, I, I liked it. I think less than Catherine Upside Down. Okay. Which is in, which is incredible for me because I feel like I for the longest time I thought that movie was going to be a, at the bottom for all of time. Yes, I would have agreed with that. Yeah, but this one I would have agreed with that is just not enjoyable by any means. Yeah, I'm gonna say though that. 
I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, but I think I think shoulder arms. It's tough to say, but I think I think because it is standard standard Chaplin fare, and it isn't one of his like outstanding movies compared to like some of the other stuff he's done. I think we're just going to put it right at number right at number whatever this would be, uh, right above Catherine. Okay. So 15... not that it's a bad movie by by any means, but uh, I just I don't know where else to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So fifteen, shoulder arms. Sixteen, Catherine. Seventeen, hills have eyes too. Yes, absolutely. And now, Ricky, after we ranked our films, one last thing to do on this episode. Let's do it. We are going to randomly decide what movie we'll be watching next week. And now, because of all the double and nothing stuff and whatnot, we're gonna we're changing the rules a little bit. So if we can't decide between the three movies what we're watching, um, we're just gonna roll a die and figure out which one we're watching. Ready, Ricky? I'm ready. Hit it. Okay, so we've got Hardcore Henry. Ooh. Interesting. Wait, Interesting. What, are we, what are we watching on? Hulu? Netflix this week. Oh, Netflix? Okay. Netflix this week. Yep. We're back to the beginning. Okay. So after Hardcore Henry, we've got... Nope. Skip it. Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. Ooh. I feel like we're not getting the cream of the crop here, but that's just me. <laughs> you want to watch a Bollywood movie? Uh, and this one is Mubarakin. Mubarakin. Singleton Kartar Singh is left with the responsibility of raising his two orphan nephews. He asks his brother Punjab something. Okay. What are you, what are you feeling, Ricky? Of oh, my God. What happened? This is a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Um, of the three, the one I'm most interested in would be Mile 22. Yeah, the um, the Mark Wahlberg one. The Mark Wahlberg uh, it says in a, Yeah, it says an elite group of American operatives aided by a top tactical command team must transport an asset who holds life-threatening something or other. Now, so we have... So we have... I think we're both like, we don't want to sit through a two-and-a-half-hour film, right? Yeah. I say we're pretty much in agreement on that. So we either do the POV film, Hardcore Henry, or 22 Mile, which, if you're leaning towards 22 Mile, I'm good with 22 Mile. Okay. Yeah, because I tried watching Hardcore Henry a long time ago, and it just made me emotion sick. But I also remember it being, like, really, really cheesy. Mm. Um, so I did yeah, that's a one. Yeah, that's a one concern with the POV films is, like, how motion sick do you want to get? <laughs> For real. Yeah. So next week, 22 Mile with Mark Wahlberg. Marky Moore. Hopefully it will be better. Hopefully Are you actually going to watch it this time? Are we going to watch the yeah. same movie? <laughs> For the audio listeners, listeners, I just crossed my heart. So, yep, we will. next week we'll be watching 22 Mile from Netflix. So if you have your Netflix account, go on there, watch it. Uh, come back next week. Listen to this with us. Uh, we might be talking more WandaVision, depending on 
how much we watch at that point. Um, so yeah, this has been now available. I am Adam Howard. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Howard, AK 88 and Stardom studios. And you can follow Ricky at, uh, at Ritz Khalifa, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, um, the 18th next Thursday is my birthday. I expect, um, infinite happy birthdays. Uh, we love you so much. Thanks for all you do. You're such a good person. You're so cool. Uh, so keep that in mind. You can send um, absolutely. Send your gifts to me. Uh, I'll take anything. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has been now available, and until next time, uh, see you. Bye. If you ever wanted to make a podcast but run into a roadblock when trying to get it out into the world, now you don't have to worry about that with Anchor. Anchor is a completely free service that can get your podcast on platforms from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Now there are even creation tools that allow you to make your podcast all in one place right on Anchor's website. They give you the opportunity to make money through Anchor no matter the size of your listenership. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today and put your podcast out into the world. Now available. Now available. Now, now, now available.